You're listening to the Loud Thumbs Podcast. Get ready for games, entertainment, and adult beverages. Around here, we only have three rules. Game on, volume up, and stay loud. Hosted by your stout savoring super fan, Nick, and his IPA-inspired co-host, Josh. Time to get loud. What's up, everybody, and welcome back this week to the Loud Thumbs Podcast, your place for news, reviews, games, and brews. I'm one of your hosts, Nick. And I'm your other host, Josh, ready for more awards because it's award season. Award season continues. Week two. Week two, baby. Let's (laughs) go. Let's go. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we are doing a best single player tonight and best value. Uh, So this is going to be fun. don't forget, tune back in, uh, back previous episode. If you're missing on the uh, first two awards we gave out, those were our biggest surprise and best multiplayer of the year that we've played. Uh, and that is something I did not remember to reiterate that when we do our game awards, these are games we've played within the year. Uh, yes. So they yeah. may not be brand new. They may not be released in 2022, but they're new to us. So you know, it's like buying, <laughs> it's like getting a new car, but you didn't buy it fresh off the lot. You know, you just, it's new to you. That's all. Yeah, but it still feels great. <laughs> Still feels real good. You know, sometimes smells like a new car, you know? You never know. Yeah. <laughs> it could be, still be used. That's all good. <laughs> but yes, so we are uh we are ready to do another one. And uh we're gonna talk about what we've been playing. We're gonna drink a brew, talk about some awards, and we're got the loud crowd as well, man. We got some award winners out there. They like to join in and tell us what the what they want to win. So we got some more to talk about today. Dope. And before we do that, like we do every time, if you're new to the show, we crack a brew and we talk some games. What you got over there, Josh? Well, no cracking because my brew is already poured. Oh, nice. But Pre- pre-poured brew. Yeah, because it was in a growler. This oh, is dope. a, a Belschnickel from Parlor City Brewing Company. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any yet, but <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it smells real good. Oh, dude, it smells like... Christmas in a glass. Is, it, is this your first like. time? Is this your first time having it? I think I've I think I had it last year. Okay. Okay. Uh when we picked it up, I didn't have it because I picked up their hazy IPA, which is super good. Yeah. The Aurora. Yeah. That's like it's like all spicy. Yeah. It's got like some some like citrusy fruitiness to it. Um it's smooth without being like glassy smooth, like a lot of ambers can be. Mm-hmm. Um Ooh, it's got a little weedy finish to it too. That's yeah. nice. It's yeah, got an it's overall almost... really good, solid, like just flavor palette overall. Really, yeah, really it's good. like a fruit bread ale. I, I don't know. It's it's got an odd combination that all like works together, but it's very like it's very holiday ale esque. Yeah. Well, it is yeah. a holiday ale. If you if you haven't watched the office, the Belschnickel is like yeah. the anti Santa Claus. Exactly. That's exactly where the name comes from. So that's a local brew. That's actually brewed right here in the city I live in. Yeah. Uh, and they're a tiny little microbrewery, but they do fantastic work. Oh, and, their beer is so good. Oh, really, really good. Absolutely. You know, you said that about uh, the the fruit. I wonder if it takes, uh, what's the, what's the, is it fruit cake, right? Everybody always talks about during the holiday. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I want to say it was like that. orange and cranberry, I thought. Maybe that, I don't I think that's a different. 
it might be a different beer, but okay. um, that's pretty common around this time of year is do like a, like an orangey cranberries and like spices and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better than some of the other holiday, holiday ales I've had though. That's, that's quite correct. Nice. Yeah. We've, we've discussed, neither of us can do a, a pumpkin of any kind. We've tried them and they just they, <laughs> we can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I want to love pumpkin ales, uh, but I have yet to, uh, Same. This, is, this isn't pumpkin, but it's, it's still so good. Yeah. So look them up. Parlor city brewery. Uh, located in Bluffton, they are worth uh, making a trip to, to be honest with you. They're tiny, but man, do they know what they're doing. Oh, they really do. All right. I have just a, well, they've got, I don't know if I've actually brought this one on, but it's a Wowie, and it's a Wowie Colada from the Rheingeist Brewing guys over there. So this one, Rheingeist one, is good stuff. I like uh, uh, Space and the other one was that I really like that they do right now. But this one, uh, my wife really likes and it's pretty tasty as well it's very refreshing this is a good summery type beer and it's the wrong season for it but it's still it's pretty good so i'm gonna chug this very nice now. i'll sip on it actually i won't chug it <laughs> <laughs> just pound at the beginning of the podcast that's right yeah <laughs> be belching the whole time get ready <laughs> <laughs> all right what have you been playing anything new i know uh, we we talked a little on news you are you've just recently acquired Callisto Protocol, but you've yet to delve into that, right? Not yet. Soon, though. Very soon. Looking I'll, forward to uh, it. <laughs> try to grab some some audio clips of me shitting my pants in that game. Uh, <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, I picked up Pokemon Scarlet. Um, yeah. It's been pretty good. Um, the graphical errors are not exaggerated, <laughs> even uh-huh. after a recent patch. I haven't had any crashes, so there's no crashing is an improvement for the game, apparently. That's good. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just I don't know how to put it other than, other than you know just excusable stuff, inexcusable things for like a main title Nintendo game. Um, slow frame rates on odd things. Um, slow frame rate drops in, in uh in general models disappearing um nothing that's like really really broken my experience i'm just stuff like ah that could have been fixed probably yeah. um <laughs> now after i've gotten past uh, a bit of a certain point about four or five hours in i think um it has cleared up I, I will say the level design is really good the way the pokemon is laid out is really good um, the way they behave is pretty neat. The variety is actually really good. Um, for only being through halfway into one area and then through uh, another whole area, I probably caught 30 different Pokemon, 20 to 30, somewhere in there. Um, just trying to catch everything, everything new I see. And there's no shortage of like Pokemon or Pokeballs out in the field and items and stuff. So it's not like you're constantly using all your money in Pokeballs or anything that okay. make the uh, resources pretty available but i mean it's pretty classic pokemon I, I could take it or leave the way they did the battle and the camera so you can like move the camera around and stuff and you see your guy like in a fight pose behind your pokemon oh. um and stuff so i think they did it as part of like to keep you in the environment so it doesn't you know do the, the classic you know sprite style or like it the grass shifts around and now you're just like one that you know one in the forefront one in the uh in the background there um so you just battle wherever you find the pokemon some of it ends up okay. Uh, I took a screenshot of my guy like nearly falling off a cliff because I found a, a Pokemon near the cliff. So he's like just standing on a 45 degree angle. Oh, jeez. Just, <laughs> just the placement of where it is. Um, 
but overall it's all of the the graphics for all the moves look really great the pokemon themselves uh are seem to be of high quality so um the main things that seem like they focused on do well and they're like ah worried about like those no-name npcs later as they're moving at five frames per second in the background yeah <laughs> so uh the core of it is good i will say that I, I think there's a reason why it's been their fastest selling game ever yeah that's that's amazing um i know uh we we kind of grazed upon it uh in our news episode but um i guess i mean i've never played pokemon i don't know i get i get the whole you know you got to catch them all it's just like a collect-a-thon more or less it can be yeah what's a story like in these i mean i'm looking at like how long to beat and stuff and they look right they look prime for me, man. They look, they're like 20 to 30 hours. All of them I'm looking at for just the story. And that's, that's kind of, you know, that's my jam usually. Yeah. What is a story like in a Pokemon game? Is it just pointless? Cause I keep hearing all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. They've tried to make a point for more character development in this one. Um, the intro is long. Um, it's not as like agonizingly like poorly written and stuff as some of the other ones have been. Okay. So this is an improvement, but it's the basis behind Scarlet uh, and I assume Violet as well is like you're invited to the school and I'm like, oh, you're such a talented Pokemon battler already. Um, okay. And now go out in the world and make the school proud. And gotcha. I, <laughs> I assume it's another catch fest gym beating things there's a uh, there's some there's some other um uh, second and tertiary like major things you can go do it sounds like um i haven't gotten far enough to even make to the first gym yet so i oh, haven't explored okay. that too much but of course you have like uh as all pokemon go there's another version of team rocket uh no one is quite as douchey in this game like the old games like ah fuck you i'm gonna beat you up <laughs> uh and this game's like let's all be friends but i don't really like you that much uh, okay yeah so i mean it's there it's cheesy i think they do it because they've had to feel like there's some sort of motivation for you to go out in the world whether you know the first and second gen ones are just like yeah just go catch and fight stuff i guess right um so it doesn't feel quite as bad as some of the uh, more recent 3d games um i don't think it excels i just kind of want to jump into it but yeah the story you know, it's kind of like when you play Diablo, like there's a story there. Are, are you there for the story? Most likely not. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are the battles there's, like yeah. pretty challenging though? I mean, there, you notice a difference in challenge and battle per game, or is it more just like where you are in the game versus what you're fighting? Yes. So um, okay. Pokemon has always been where you're at dictates what the level is. If you go back to an area where you've been before, unless you're doing like a new game plus or something, which hasn't been like anything like that in a long time that I know of. Uh, it's you're going back to like level two and three stuff and you could be like oh, okay. level 35. So where you're at definitely dictates. I, I feel like the progression so far is good. I, I did a little bit of battling, did a lot of bit of catching and catching now gives your Pokemon experience as well. Oh. And all that stuff is, is shared. So your leading Pokemon or whoever you have fight will get the most experience. And then the rest of your party will get like a quarter or to a third of that. So you don't have to grind out everything, which I kind of like to do. So I, you, unfortunately, <laughs> you can't turn that off in this game. Um, wow. But it's not it's not obtrusive. It's it's definitely better balanced than previous games because I felt like I would fight like things and then never need to like use my other Pokemon to level them up. I at least feel the need to like use them to bring them up to part where everyone else is at. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's that's but, all right. I mean, 
they definitely seem in the hours of playtime of a game that I would like enjoy. I don't know. Maybe it's just the mechanics of it or something. And I just, it's I wasn't, just, it's a very, I missed the, uh, missed the decade. I, I was a decade old. old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that, that tracks. Um, it's a very chill game. It's not like anything too stressful unless you get to like a gem battle for Pokemon. So, I mean, I think the, the level progression so far has been good. Um, I haven't fought any, I, I'm like a little over, around to like level 10 or so. And things I'm okay. fighting are now like eight, nine, and then the okay. wilds. So I not that I did any particular grinding, nor that I'd like really slouch in my exploration and trying to catch stuff. So I feel like if you just kind of play, it's so far it feels like it's going to keep up with you. Of course you can get overleveled in any Pokemon game because you just farm experience to your heart's content and then be just be overleveled because you played way too long in one area. Oh, okay. Um not and, and you have to purposely do that. Like not like it sticks yeah. you in an area for too long. You just decided to grind for three hours and then move on. Gotcha. So it has that option where you can be whatever level you can make yourself a level you need to be or higher just to walk in and just lay waste. Yeah, if you absolutely wanted to, yeah, you could sit around and just beat the shit out of Pokemon and grind it up. Okay. It would take a while because eventually that tapers off because experience level caps do get higher and higher as you level up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I'm, it sounds like it's a good experience so far, even with the the middling glitches and whatnot that have been happening, uh, you know, around the game. Yeah. You know, all the stories we're hearing. But uh, I, like I was said before, like everything I've heard about it so far, everybody's been like, man, it's I still love this game. I keep coming back. It's so good, even though it has all these uh, glitches. They're still all on board. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, yeah. I can agree with that sentiment. No, that's good. And that says uh, that says, you know, they've done the fans right, at least in more aspects than they've screwed up. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the balance is definitely more good than that. Yeah. Good. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I have been uh, I've been playing. I jumped back into Anthem. Uh, oh, I want to. OK. I want to yeah. play it before they completely kill it. And um, if I can talk Josh into it, he needs to get it on the old Xbox as well because it's a Game Pass game, and mm. we're we're gonna try and stream it all together. But right now, what I'm doing is uh, is just getting through to the point where you have to do a few missions and kind of establish your character before it even opens you into the levels to be able to uh, do anything multiplayer. You know, sure, sure. Okay, it has like a single player um, aspect of initiation, you know, and then after that, you just kind of run out there and do whatever. Um, but everything I've seen and read and, you know, looked up, it looks like it's a single player function. Uh, you can play through the game without having to have other people with you. It just can change like difficulty and enemies and things like that. that can come at you. Um, don't see any bots or anything like that. that can, you know, go into the game. It wasn't built that way. It was built more for like a destiny playthrough. So you have to have like other people. I got you. I got you. I, um, I did play a little bit of Need for Speed Unbound too, I guess, before I jumped into Anthem for my next one. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that because I still have about eight hours left on my trial for Unbound, and uh, so far so good, guys. It's it's actually pretty pretty fun, nice little fun arcade racer. But, yeah. Uh, the uh, Anthem game spoke to me like high and low because it's like your iron man i mean and uh-huh. i love iron man it's just different types of iron man yeah. yep exactly you're i mean you're in a you're in a special suit that can fly and you know has all kinds of abilities and it's an iron man suit and you use this said suit to go out into the world to destroy anthems uh you know things that are making um 
it, it's like I guess Anthem is hard to explain. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me before I wanted to play the game or anything. I just saw the game was like, oh, my God, I can be Iron Man in this game. I'm down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when I jumped in back in like 2018 when it launched, um, that was all I cared about. I'm like, oh, my God, this looks so fun. You can be an Iron Man character. And they put you in a story that is kind of hard to figure out if you're like, not playing a hundred percent of attention, but what it is is the anthem is like what they hear in the world, and it is a world that can the anthem can actually create life, but the problem is it's creating like monstrous life, and you have ah, to I see, more or I less see. you have to silence the anthem. You know, you can't if you hear the anthem, it can kind of brainwash characters and do other things to people, but at the same time, it's making these really huge enemies that you need to then go to and kill them. And it is, uh, it's, it's fun. Like I, I, I went into it completely blank again, cause I've revisited this game. This will be my third time. And I've really never got past like 10 hours. Like I get in and then I run into internet issues. You know, something the game is, sorry, not internet, but like online issues with the game. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. And then it starts to ruin the experience. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen again. I want to give it the third time's a charm and, and stream it and play it together. I would love to do that, you know, as a team of four and do like we've done with Ghost because we did stream oh, yeah. recently yeah. with uh, our Legends stream. But you know, this being an actual story and not just kind of a little small confined thing uh, would mean plenty of time to play. So that's pretty exciting to think about. Yeah. Yeah. But right now, currently what I'm doing is uh, the plan is uh, if I can talk Josh into it, we're going to do a four player with my son, myself. And then we have another member of the loud crowd, Caleb, who's actually currently starting back through his playthrough as well. So him nice. and I have been talking a little bit on it and We'll, we may even stream Linux if, if there's times if uh, Josh and I aren't able to get on a stream together and play, there might be times where we'll just stream just uh, whoever's playing and just keep content coming to you guys. So just kind of go through the story. Oh, yeah. I haven't got to that point yet because uh, I, like I said, I'm just kind of getting through the beginning parts of it. But so far, um, I forgot how fun it was to play and fly and battle. And, and all of it has done really well, honestly. It's a Bioware game for anybody who's not familiar. Uh, so, you know, those are the guys behind Mass Effect and Dragon uh, Dragon Age and everybody. Um, all these big, huge games. Yeah, this one, yeah, massive games. This one just didn't hit the mark for a lot of players. And I think, that's what uh, I heard. I heard it's like pretty lack because like visually it's stunning. It, like it looks great. It has a style on its own. The classes look unique, but they look like they're what they're supposed to be doing. Um and I remember this looking so, so cool when I saw trailers and stuff. And then when it landed, there just wasn't a lot of like positive reception. And so I just like lost interest. Yeah. And that's the thing about it. Like, um, I think that actually negatively affected me and my wanting to play. But at the same mm. time, I think it did the same thing for a lot of other people. And then we all had the online issues at the same time. Cause I remember getting this and like five or six of my friends had this and we would get on and we would play together. There were times where there were a full match of just us and it was a blast until it would break. And then there was an issue like so-and-so couldn't join the team now. And then we're stuck at a point. Oh, so it, it wasn't just us, like glitchy. It was like game breaking stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cause it would say things like, you know, 
Um, somebody on the team hasn't reached a certain level of the story and we're playing together. We're like, yeah, we have. What are you talking about? They would just do things like that. So then that particular player either would have to go do whatever said thing was again on their own or we all have to go do it again. There were multiple times we had to do the same mission multiple times before it would take for all of us in the, you know, the party for it to progress us and that yeah was that's bad. super annoying yeah, yeah. It, it really interrupts the story for you especially if it yeah. like that was a big feature to play the story together and now it's just like you have to redo things or someone else has to like go do it by themselves right uh i mean so they gotta leave the party and then like then all the fun's yep. ruined <laughs> yeah yep exactly what would happen so but i am at the point now where i am just about ready to be able to go on and join other players. So I'm, I'm fingers crossed. It goes good and we can all play together and, and stream it. Cause I mean, it really was like, I started playing around with the the mechanics of it and just doing the dodging. Cause you can dodge while in flight. You can dodge while on the ground. Um, uh-huh. You're depending on which class you choose, you have different abilities. You have ultimate abilities as well, different weapons and secondary weapons and everything all changes depending on what class you are. And it's, I was like, dang, man, I forgot how fun this is. Like, this is a lot of fun. And it played perfect. Like, I didn't have any issues this time playing to the point I'm at. And I did already have issues in the past when I was oh, this nice. early on. So, so. They've, they've taken some care of it. Yeah. So it seems like it's in, it's in the right you know frame of uh, mind, I guess, you know, if you want to put that into a video game form of whatever. But I'm... I'm excited to get into it and play it. It's not, I don't think it's really long. I haven't looked it up. I'm on how long to beat right now um just to see here i'm curious i don't think it's a super long title for him yeah see the main story is only like 13 hours so it's not like a really giant story um you can complete it and do a completionist is like 53 hours um i i think the story is a lot more to do than this than there is story yeah 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 there's the main plus extras is 27 and a half and then there's all the additional stuff they did uh some additional things kind of like destiny when they were still supporting the game um, so you can do oh, like sure. extra missions and, and uh, raids and whatever they call them there. I haven't, oh, gotcha, I haven't gotcha, got that gotcha. far into the game, so I don't remember exactly what all that was uh, digging back clear into 2018 in my brain. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, really fun to revisit so far. A couple hours in, um, you know, my son said the same thing. He's like, man, this game looks really good. Like it look, it does. It looks it does hold up. I will have to say that it still looks very pretty. Uh, all the enemies are uh, different, which is nice because. Uh, we've been talking about this recently. We talked about storm uh, starship troopers, you know, fighting bugs and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and instead of zombies and, you know, everybody, you know, vampires that are going to be the new thing now too. you're fighting different things. That's what this does. Like you're fighting like big, large troll characters, or you're fighting these weird little dog guys that run after you or these bug looking scorpions. They call them scorpions. Um, you know, things that even fly at you. And uh, uh-huh. it, it's varied, varied, you know, of everything, which is kind of nice. Um, for sure like types of small dragons that are coming at you at some points in the game too in the beginning that you gotta learn to fight which is they that's i guess that's the last thing i'll say is i do like how this game teaches you to play it does the the one of the best of some of the other games i've mentioned too that you don't get this like tutorial thrown in your face they're literally just talking to you through your earpiece telling you things because your suit has malfunctioned and as your suit is booting up they're telling you each thing that it does you know like, oh so it's very natural in its tutorial yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and, and that's always you know, really nice 
you got enemies in the air. They tell you to, you know, when you're trying to fight them, they kind of give you heads ups and, you know, dodge this and you can do this. Don't forget to use your dodge. You just get a little heads up, come up on the screen to tell you oh. this button or whatever. Nice. Oh, okay. They're nice. teaching me to dodge here. Oh, they're teaching me to fly and dodge here. Oh, I get it. And uh, it is, is way more intuitive and, and built in than, oh, here we go. Half an hour of learning in one spot, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And the suit's sweet because the suit, the suit can fly. It can be on land. And it goes underwater, which is just so cool. Oh, so, dope. Yeah. 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 So you get all three of those areas to kind of play around in. It's really neat. So far, I am excited to get back into it. And we'll keep you posted on more of that. Watch our watch our Twitch over there. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Loud Thumbs. We, yeah. We're going to stream more. I'm, I might not have audio on everything uh, when we stream. Uh, I mean, the game will have audio. But maybe not me and myself uh, chatting around. But just streaming uh, here at the house. Um that's the plan. I want to I want to be able to get out there and show off a little bit more game stuff for everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, man, it's award season like we started with. It's time to give away some more Loud Thumbs Awards. Let's present these bad boys. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to start with our best single player that we played this year. And we'll kick it off with the loud crowd because that's why we're here. Most uh, definitely. Josh, I will take uh, Mez if you want to take Gavin. Let's do it. So Mez says his best single player game is Stray. He says you get to be a cat with a robot buddy exploring a cyberpunk world full of robots. The attention to detail that they put into uh, the way the cat reacts to the world and the NPCs in the game is amazing and really heartwarming as a cat owner. He says, I, uh, seeing all of the things that you can do that serve no purpose other than to give the character to the cat you're playing as, like sitting on robots' laps, taking naps, uh, scratching walls or carpets, or pushing <laughs> things off of ledges. Uh, you can now, uh, you, you can tell how much attention went into the little things while playing the game, and it really serves the experience well to turn it from a light puzzle game to something more, uh, much more charming. That's a good game. I had a lot of fun with it. It really, it really was one of them games it, I was surprised by. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, uh, <laughs> my wife included, because she, we went, uh, intended to do like a a crazy sort of thing. You know, I'd take some time than she would, and then she ended up having way more fun with it than I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I just gotta let her take the reins. But I, I, yeah, it was very, uh, definitely a very much charming game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, you have to tune back in. We have an episode that's all about stray and indie games that uh, we put up on uh, all of our podcast platforms and YouTube. That's uh, that's one of our popular ones for this year. You have to yeah, check that out. It was. We had a lot of fun playing stray. Uh, nice little short bite-sized game too. And I really liked the cyberpunk world though. Uh, I feel like out of all of the cyberpunky things that have we have seen over the last you know few years. I feel like that one kind of did it the most justice because it felt the most realistic of what a cyberpunk uh, world would look like in the future. Is, yeah, it's very coherent too. Very, or, uh, very cohesive. Sorry, cohesive is well, what I meant to say. Yeah, co- cohesive. Yeah, yeah, I knew what you meant because it's <laughs> like you know it the the way that it was created, which is kind of spoilery, so I won't say, um, made so much sense. You know what I mean? It was like, oh dang! Like as you watch the story fold out, unfold. And yeah. Like, okay, I get it now. This is really cool. And then at the end of it, it made it even better. Like to realize like how all of it was going down, what had happened, yeah. and 
all all of the cyberpunk feel to it was very cool. So I I I was really impressed with the world more than I thought I was going to be. I'm like, oh, it's just the world, whatever. Same here. Level design was really really great. Yeah, a lot of fun. Very very pretty for an Annapurna game as well. Uh, usually, you know, a lot of those games are really really early on indie titles that they support, but this one had a lot of a lot of development time. You could tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure did. All right, man. Next award. Yeah, from Gavin. Uh, he says, probably going to have to say Elden Ring. To be fair, I would also say this had a great multiplayer fun, and it was such a great value as well. I don't think I've ever played a Souls game as much as I have with Elden Ring. It was challenging, but never unfair. And anytime I felt inadequate, inadequate for a boss or area, there was so much more world to explore so that I could come back later and wreck house. Can relate. Uh, <laughs> over 100 hours into the game and there's still more i haven't explored yet and i haven't felt this way about a game since breath of the wild yeah relatable relatable yeah, yeah. yeah. made more sense for you to read his than me because as far as elden ring goes i'm not there yet so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there was some some bosses and stuff that were harsh but like like evan said you could see you know it was it never seemed unfair like it was not doable you're like ah if i could dodge this way maybe i would have made it you know right right exactly um i played 20 minutes maybe an hour i don't remember 100 of elden ring and realized i probably went in with the wrong character i should have had a different build you know needed more of a range guy not a close guy that kind of thing sure um, sure so it is cool that they give you that same ability to be like, oh, no, I need to pick a different character. And you can tell pretty early on, too, like I just said there. Um, you, you, whoopsie, you know, it's probably not my play style. I need to get something else, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, that's all I've heard everywhere, though. I mean, talking with you, you have hundreds of hours in it, multiple builds. And, yeah. you know, it's still hella fun. And, you know, one of, one of the faves, obviously. Right. For a lot, oh, for a lot for of people. Sure. <laughs> yeah, for, for a lot of people i still see Billions. like articles like elden ring player did this i'm like listen buddy it'll be released in like march <laughs> like i think right. i'm done hearing about it for at least a little <laughs> bit <laughs> it's right. an amazing game it still deserves all the love but oh boy but yeah, yeah was, uh what okay. a what what are some great single player choices though oh, like yeah. both of those games did extraordinarily well yeah they did they're uh, I think it was Annapurna's number one selling game for Stray. Had to have uh, been. It, it, beat, yeah. it beat records uh, that they didn't see happening at all. So that was really cool to see. I hope we get another one. Um, make it a make it a pup this time. You know what I mean? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty cool too. Uh, dogs have character. You know what I'm saying? So come on. <laughs> <laughs> I would They're play not, that one even more yeah. than the cat. Not as many dogs are as big assholes as, as cats, though. You know, so they, the cats haven't beat there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. But th that was a cute little game to play. That's for sure. Um, all right. Well, that's the loud crowd's uh, choices. Now it's up to us. It's our choices. What do, what do we have for best single player game that we played this year? Hit me yeah. with yours, Nick. Oh, oh you know. want me to go? Okay, yeah. I'm going to go first. I'm going first. I, I'll tell you guys, I had to go back and forth all around the world of what I've done in 2022. Uh, <laughs> and I did bounce around quite a while. I didn't choose this winner until just a little earlier today because, man, it is a tough one. 
And uh, we don't duplicate when we do our game awards. So mm -hmm, I couldn't mm -hmm. I couldn't go giving this away to, you know, another game that's going to win something later. Who knows? So my winner is Kana Bridge of Spirits. Nice. OK. Yeah. OK. Yeah. 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 You really enjoyed that one. I did. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. Um, I'm still planning to put a review out. And this has pushed me further to do that. I still have all the I have the script written and everything. I just got to <laughs> put it together. I'm, I'm ready to yeah. roll. But uh, I this is similar to uh, what I talked a little bit about on our news episode with uh, Jedi Fallen Order and the Jedi Survivor coming out is it's a souls like with a with a Pixar, you know, over top. I mean, it looks like a little kitty game, but you get in there and it'll whoop your ass. And, <laughs> you know, Jedi, um, it did the same thing, but it just threw a Star Wars skin over top of it. So it kind of fools you into thinking you're, you're just going to play a fun Star Wars game. And sure, you're yeah. like, holy shit, what am I fighting right now? Why am I dying so much? And um, I, that was surprising uh, was the first thing for it. But it was how everything came together with how your your story played through um it it all made sense it was all very emotional and everything was connected um it has a really solid art in the story which which i didn't expect a hundred percent from this game um i mean it looks gorgeous first off that's the first thing that it draws does. anyone in i think yeah um, i mean it drew my attention right away uh, I heard people talking about how really difficult it was. And I kind of got a little iffy and sketchy. I waited for a deal and I picked it up, yeah. but I didn't go into it thinking that this was going to be this like amazing story that you could easily see turned into a, a Pixar or a Sony animated movie of any kind. <laughs> it you know? already looks like a Pixar right. movie. Yeah, <laughs> it does. But it has, it even kind of has the heart of a Pixar movie and it, like That's I said, really cool. it's just, yeah, yeah, it's it's really really well done. Uh, you could tell they they put a lot of like just love and care into the characters and the meaning behind what she's doing. And um, you know she's she's the bridge of spirits, so she's she's a medium, you know, so she can see ghosts and talk to ghosts. And her job is yeah. to help them pass on, she, you know, to release whatever they're holding on to, so that they can then pass on and and be at rest fully. Oh, right? okay. Okay. Uh, so that's sort of the, the whole overarching like story that's happening. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, it, it really is like, you know, I, 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 we say that about a lot of games. I've said that about God of war. Um, I think I'm going to say about more games as things go on, honestly, because this was one of the first ones this year for me, maybe in a long time, honestly, that I played where I just felt like, this like different emotional connection to it that okay. it was like, I need to finish the story, but it wasn't only because I had like the drive, like I need to beat this boss. I need, it was like, I need to finish the jobs. Like I need to, to put all the spirits to rest. I need, Oh yeah. You know, you yeah. Know what I mean? Do they hook to you exactly how they, yeah. how, what they intended to do. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's, and it, it was a game that I stayed on and that's hard. I'll, I'm a bouncer. Like I just bounce yep. around. <laughs> yes. I can fully admit that. <laughs> Anyone listening to uh, any amount of time knows that yeah. Nick likes to hop around. I yeah. do. I'm a bounce around kind of guy. So I was like a game that keeps me on that game and to finish it was, it was just, here we go. Let's go. And the problem I, 
I did, if you listen back or if you've been listening for a while, I started this game and then I stopped myself because there was so much other stuff coming out that I knew was going to pull me away from it. Oh, sure, sure. And I didn't want that to happen because like I liked it like from the get go. I was like, oh, I like this concept. I like the art style, Uh, Uh you know, uh the lore behind it. I loved all of it. And uh, I don't remember exactly what pulled me away. I want to say it was Horizon was coming out and because I found this on a deal. Okay. Yeah. And I just like, well, I I don't need to jump into this because I'm going to be jumping into a 60 hour game and it'll pull me away and kind of ruin the experience. And I didn't. Yeah. He's got to hop back into like a high point of the story. Like, wait, what's going on? Why does this have so much weight? Yep. Yeah, exactly. I totally understand. And I'd only played a couple hours. So I'm like, you know what? I can just replay a couple hours. I'll come back later. And I did. I did the right time. I came back in a moment where I didn't have a whole lot going on. I'm like, what do I want to play? Got into it again. I was like, okay. I don't have anything else I want to play <laughs> except this game. Like this you know, is I, what I want to play. Yeah, it was so fun and challenging. Uh, I played it just at the standard difficulty, you know, that it comes with. But you can you can ramp it up too, and you can get really really challenging. You want to get pro at this thing, get good, real good. You can do it, and there's trophies for it. So go go hunt your trophies. But yeah. man. Just really, really good story. Fantastic price budget of this game, too, by the way. I need to mention that. Like, right now, it's on sale on Steam for, like, 20 bucks. So, you can oh, pick it up shit. for 20 bucks. Okay. I, um, I, might be, I might be spending $20. Yeah. And and it's a it's a 10 to 20 hour, depending on if you want to go completionist or you just want to focus on story, you know? I was right in the middle because I did want to go through and do a lot of the other things. Like, there's a, there's a little guys that you, like, go and collect and you can get like different little hats for them and you know just oh, it's okay. all aesthetic stuff you know yeah, it, it doesn't change yeah. how they help you or anything they're they're called the rot and uh they uh they help you build up your abilities so they're like they're like collecting um you know orbs or anything that would give you an ability in a video game except they're represented visually on the screen so oh, the more, okay the more of you you get the more you can upgrade can- kana's uh abilities which is kind of neat and then they, nice. they become her abilities so it's another cool little effect. oh nice okay yeah. i like and that and then they they have a really they're not just there either they're they're built into the story as well so as you finish it you get some really cool payoff it's really nice gotcha yeah yeah more it's, it's a lot of fun yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's a good entry level uh, Souls type of game as well, because I mean, because I played it, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to sum it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I finished it. I played it. And I finished it. Uh, I'm giving it an, an award right now. So it is definitely one worth picking up to try out and find out whether or not you would be a, a Souls person at all. Yeah. Um, when, so I, when I, you're... There's a small Souls person that lives inside me. I just need to get it to grow <laughs> just... up. <laughs> yeah, the water a little bit yeah. yeah i remember you talking about this game where i had a good amount of challenge uh more than you had expected but it was never overbearing like it the game was present but it wasn't trying to smash you absolutely exactly right and the bosses look so cool the art design of the enemies uh even just the generic enemies you run around you know throughout the the I mean, you're kind of in a forest most of the time. You're kind of in and out of little cities and forests, uh, forests over and over. But um, they they were all really cool. And I always just kind of wanted to see the next one. Like it was another kind of like a drive to keep playing was, man, that boss was really badass looking. He looked like a, a cool Ronin, you know, because uh-huh. uh, everything kind of has that Japanese, you know, lore. Uh, oh, cool. OK, just, oh, it's just so cool. But beautiful in so many different ways and just a ton of fun uh, i i could 
definitely revisit this one later. I really would love to see a sequel or something else come out for it, which would be great. But hell yeah. So that that is my best single player game, Kena Bread Bridge of Spirits. Hell yeah, man. Well, well, I don't think longtime listeners will be like surprised for my best single player. <laughs> uh, and that's <laughs> that's Horizon Forbidden West. Okay, I, that was I was there, man. I was I, there. I, I adored this game. So I mean I, I believe I mentioned it before, but it's been a hot minute. I relate to Aloy as a character quite a lot with her, like her quiet confidence, uh, a little bit of stubbornness, um, snarky sense of humor. Um, that you know, it's a little dry. Um, just, <laughs> just how Ashley Birch voices her over uh, overall. Um, it just, I, she's a highly relatable character for me, and I think she was had even more character in this game. Like Zero Dawn is no slouch, but just like from 2018 to Ragnarok. Uh, Zero Dawn, the Forbidden West was kind of that same way. Everything was kind mm. of scaled up with just massively, massive, massive environments that are all, again, cohesive. They all looked great. They are beautiful environments. I've never seen such good natural terrain in any game. Any game. Yeah. And the mechanics just got better. I know you had a buggier install. Mine I was did. fantastic. And honest, honestly, that yeah, I was my, so that sad my... <laughs> every time you said that. Because I'm like, God damn, this game's so fucking amazing. I'm so yeah. sad every every time I heard you like, yeah, this glitch sucked ass. I'm like, yeah, no, this game's so good. Yeah, honestly, that's part of the reason why it probably didn't win for me. I mean, I went back and understand. Forth with it. Yeah, it, I get it. it. I get it. It tore it tore the fun for sure. Yeah, oh, but my experience was nearly perfect. Uh, there were some weird climbing glitches. But, I mean, they put anchors and footholds. The the uh, open world kind of like bugginess you get occasionally with any open world game. Sure. Um, man, the creature design, just everything looked so goddamn good. Uh, the story was really great, though. Um, I think I got 80 hours. By the time I was done and finished with everything, uh, with like post game content and everything, nice. Uh, but I thought the the story had really, really great pacing. Um, again, the most developed side characters out of any game I played. Uh, I mean, where where God of War is more focused, this has a much better, wide, widely finished appeal. Um, so, like, even like just side characters you talk to a few times. Like they got some pretty good voice actors, even for people who may not even be known in the industry. They made them whoever directed that game uh, deserve a pay raise because even just rando. Hey, I need you to go kill some of the robots by this cave so you can save my brother or, you know, what have you. The million different side quests you can do in that game. They even sounded good. Like nothing sounded overly cheesy. Um you know, the dialogue made sense. It wasn't uh, didn't repeat itself a bunch of times, even for some of the similar, more similar missions. And not to well, mention how the really motion needs. capture was right. The motion capture for those side characters did not need to be as good as it was either. There were some no. of them that <laughs> was like, holy shit, like so impressive, like how they all looked that good, which was just nuts to me. Yeah, yeah. All the all the motion capture looked really good. Everyone was uh, looked like really natural, just not, not over the top. They were just kind of people in the world, which uh, was understated, but does a lot for the, um, for the entirety of like the universe they're trying to create oh, yeah. and have created. Um, so, I mean, man, the weapons were cool. The, the new 
tr- uh, skill trees were also really, really yeah, great. Those were really, I really nice enjoyed that mix up. Yeah. So it was really basic in Zero Dawn. It had some RPG elements, um, some unlocked um, moves you could do, but it all felt very basic. But I didn't think it took away from the experience at all. This, I like, like, what if we just did skill trees for different aspects of the game that people are already trying to explore? Um, so my favorite weapon is the uh, the longer bows. Ones with yeah. the, slow, the slow draws, but heavy hits in the long range. Um, I like to do, in, in this game, I like a lot of stealth and a lot of... Um, surprise of like ambush approaches so i went for that first and <laughs> felt real good about it as i was <laughs> taking down bandit camps one bandit at a time and they're like oh where'd, where'd that come from he's dead uh, <laughs> and too late you know, yeah oh my gosh but i really the, the world was just incredible like more dilapidated buildings from you know 900 years in the past um they didn't feel out of place the way they did all the overgrown like society still looked really, really great. Oh yeah. The Vegas, the Vegas was hands down to me. That was, that was the best part. Like how they did Vegas a thousand years from now, you know, it was just like insane. Like, I'm just like, Oh, you're talking out in the desert. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So cool. And then that was, that was a, that level, how it changed and went from like an underwater level to like now there's no water uh, you know through a, an aspect of you know some side missions you do Dude. i was like holy shit like you know it was all built to you know know like okay this is gonna be full of water to begin with and now after such and such there's no water and then yeah the, the traveling you know and the traversing through the whole thing was different then you know but what it, a unique area too oh, there's yeah. like i think some games that have tried to do level areas and like it's pretty cool but nothing like what forbidden west did so the, the, there's an entire area that's at first is full of water and you're trying to figure out how to drain it. But when you're underwater, you're at a disadvantage. Like yep, you can't time. fight stuff. <laughs> um, you're reserved to stealth and careful movement. Now there's some defensive things you can do, but only defensive. You're not killing anything underwater, which is such a contrast, right? Because like I said, you can set up shop uh, beforehand. You lay down traps. You see the the paths of all the robots and mm-hmm. the creatures. Um, you know, you lay the trap. You get your three arrows knocked at the same time. You aim at that weak point. At the moment that explosion happens, the thing's half dead. You go and stab it, and it's already dead. Yeah. And underwater, like, <laughs> not a chance. The snap moths <laughs> will quite literally eat you alive. Yep. Um, it's not overly punishing. You There's some stuff you can get away with. You won't die like in three seconds or anything crazy, but it's just punishing enough to not want to get caught. And the things and the underwater, it's ominous enough to not want to get caught. Yes. Yes. There's that level of stress and like, you know, not quite a resident evil or super horror, you know, esque type of game, but like, you're just like, Oh God, don't, don't see me. Don't, don't turn this <laughs> way. Don't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lots of swimming in the sea. We'd be like, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. Right. Please don't. Exactly. <laughs> The seaweed oh, very, very helpful, <laughs> and, and it wasn't just a one-off area. There's like lakes and stuff with a lot of cool stuff to explore oh, that you can yeah. do. That. Like it's not just a one-off area. They add it into the game. Now it's not everywhere, but you're free to explore it when you want to. Yeah, it was super and, cool. Yeah, and they had the glider into this game, which oh, was very yeah. cool. You gotta love yeah. the glider. I think yeah. they straight stole that from Breath of the Wild. Like people 100%. loved it there. Uh, so we're gonna add it. Um, it, it was great there too, but 
every every environment, Nick, from the desert to like the Rocky Mountains to the jungles with uh, all the Aztecan inspired uh, tribes. Oh yeah, those guys are so cool. Um, to like the people from overseas, even sure, um, yeah, yeah. The new tribe, uh, both new tribes, really, really cool. Um, all the conflicts and everything they brought with the the Aztecan tribes, um, all felt believable. The leader was really, really cool as far as his stance, trying to like co like bring together all the tribes. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing felt drawn out. The, the environment, even including the environments, didn't feel drawn out. By the time you were about ready to hit another story beat, you'd get enter a new environment and it yep. felt natural. Um, so no no part of the story overstayed its welcome. And no no part of the game overstayed its welcome. It's always developing, always reasons to come back, even for side quests. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the and you know, speaking of all the side quests. All the other, all the ways to interact with the NPCs—they weren't just passing people to talk to. You, there were lots of NPC-specific quests you could do to unlock more dialogue, um, get to know the characters better, and they yeah. were all dynamic. No one lacked anything. I didn't—I didn't feel like anyone was like, "Oh well, you did—you picked carrots with Betsy, and now <laughs> Betsy's gone." You know, right. <laughs> it was. Right. The main NPCs were very Ghost of Tsushima-esque. And the fact mm-hmm. that they stuck around and they were there to do things as the game progressed. And there's a central hub and they interact with each other in very funny ways. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely. In ways I didn't expect. Some some were buddies, some hit you know, butt heads at first and then became buddies. Uh, there's, a, there's a very sweet love story in there. Oh, um, big time. Yeah. I, it just, it, did, it wasn't all about Aloy, even though she was the protagonist. But Aloy was very present um, with her own conflicts and struggles, but always, you know, trying to do the right thing without trying to overwhelm herself. And she's, yeah, everyone is very much a person too, by the way. Like, yeah, no one was, no one was like the superhero. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They all kind of, they all felt like they were on like equal playing field, but for some reason, like the shot, the light was shining at Aloy, but they were all still doing, you know, Aloy, you know, esque things in the background you just didn't play as them you know yeah yeah for sure and uh dude let's talk about the villain of this game right and how <laughs> goddamn cool the villains of this game was they kind of like led up to a little bit but then it was like a big plot twist that these people were like nearly immortal and came yeah. back from space because of the signal sent out by hades in the first game which crazy um, right <laughs> <laughs> and they were so cool they were like futuristic and overbearing and you had to like you couldn't just uh like kratos it and just like get more <laughs> powerful and come back and beat him up later it was all about um like ingenuity and thinking outside the box and trying to outsmart them rather than outpower them because they literally couldn't um and they all felt properly villainous with yeah, all yeah. their own interests at heart. Like there's multiple, like there's less one villain, more like a small society of villains and all of them were douchebags and trying to work against each other and try <laughs> to come out on top. And it was, it all felt so good. Um, some of them used one to punch. Uh, I know one guy in particular was very satisfying to, uh, to beat at the end. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. For reasons I will not spoil. Um, <laughs> And 
the uh, the Andy Villing or people who ended up working with you was very cool. Uh, the picnic table scene. Oh, oh, that's that's exactly where I was thinking, oh, man. Like that that man. stands out. That stands out so bad in my so in a good in a hard. good way. Yes, stands out in my mind. That dude. That was. I mean, I didn't skip any dialogue options at all because I wanted all the character yeah. development and all the lore and and everything. And you can skip through stuff that you don't have to go down the branches. It does give you an option to not listen to a ten minute spiel. Yeah. I took every ten minute spiel I could get. Just because I love the world and all the characters and the incredible writing that went into this game. The, and the incredible amount of writing went into this game. But that scene, it's what about two-thirds, halfway to the two-thirds through the game, I would say. Two, yeah, I'd say two-thirds is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like the entire conversation, and there's dialogue options you can pick, but um, do yourself a favor and not skip anything. He yeah. has every bit of conversation. You can cut the tension with a knife. You really it, can. It's not like it, it's not like any part of that conversation was lax. It wouldn't. They didn't. There wasn't worse writing in one area, or better in the other. It was all properly cohesive and made sense. You could ask anything or talk about anything in any order, and it never felt like you're talking in circles about yourself. Yeah, it just that's hard it to do. Work. It, oh my gosh, so hard to do, man. <laughs> <laughs> to make everything work and feel like it's a, a single conversation while have allowing different options to happen in different order is yeah. nuts. That's, nuts. That's that's a new level of immersion that we can see in video games as we go. And I mean, uh, Horizon did a, one of the best jobs of dialogue choices, not feeling like you asked out of order. Like you felt like you were Aloy. Like you felt like you were asking the way you wanted to ask as her, which is just yeah. not easy. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, man, all everyone involved, all the actors, brilliant, brilliant, absolutely. Every I don't know if I could have asked for a better job. Of course, they set it up for another game. They, they left uh, yep. another cliffhanger. It sounds like I don't know how they're gonna go bigger after that one. I'll get creative yeah. if they want to do a Horizon Four. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, just everything felt good. I think the the challenge level was good. I don't I think I played on just normal. I don't think I I might have went on hard just because okay. I had been playing the the 4K version of Zero Dawn a, oh, a, few, yeah. a few couple months prior to that. Yep. Um but I think it was a little bit more challenging overall, just like what Ragnarok did for 2018. It did up the up the ante a bit, especially sure. some of the new um robot designs and the Velociraptors uh were, yeah. were, were they were rough until you learned how to fight them. Yeah. Um, which that's the, no the monkeys too. The monkeys piss me off. <laughs> oh, dude, the monkeys can eat my dick. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a new rival to the Thunderjaw. I can't, the name escapes me. I can't. It's the um the new giant dinosaur one, um that shot plasma to, uh, element at you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those were tough. They were fun to fight though. Really fun, but ton of health. Um. There's some really, really great new creatures in this game. Um, ones I didn't think they could top Zero Dawn, they topped Zero Dawn for creature design. It's incredible. Oh, they really, really were good. Oh my god, they were so good. Was it the Claustrider? The Claustrider <laughs> was the, the Velociraptors you could ride. That's right. They were just a little bit bigger, weren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, I, the name escapes me. It's been since like April or so since I played it. So. Frostclaw sucked. He, he, 
free he did ice though he saw oh yeah yeah <laughs> Um, the, trim, the trimmer tusk was cool too though i have the i have the oh, collector's dude. edition with the trimmer tusk the trimmer really tusk cool. was very very cool um i was i was a little bit surprised you didn't see more banuk uh tribe with the with the mammoth but true um, yeah yeah it would have fit a little more thematically but you know all the the Aztecian tribes i don't know why i can't remember their names either but they've used a huge part of the game uh but they fit them pretty well too yeah i think it was the slaughter spine Yes, the slaughter spine aptly yeah. named. Yeah. By the yeah, way, oh boy, yeah, he would slaughter <laughs> you. And his damn tail and everything else he uses on you. Because <laughs> there's one I found out in the wild. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I want to fight it. Which was my reaction to every new robot that I saw. 100. percent Is that wasn't always a dramatic introduction. Sometimes you just found them, and you're like, I don't know what this is, but it's horrifying. <laughs> the snakes were cool too, man. They were really nice. Oh yes, the giant uh, robotic cobras. Oh my yeah. gosh. Very they unique. Cool. They were fun too. They tried to hit those weak points. So they're always moving around and stuff. What a challenge, man. Yeah, they were um, a really good challenge. Not in an impossible way either. Uh-huh. Um, and different weapons definitely excelled in different areas. There's it, This game definitely forced me to um, go outside my zero dawn strategies of just sharpshooter bow, like everything when I get the, get the moment to. Some things needed a more rapid response or a heavier burst damage that just yeah. worked better. Yep, absolutely. I fully agree. It was it was a notch up from the, you know, obviously from Zero Dawn, but um, had I not had the glitchiest game uh, options there, I guess. <laughs> I um, know, dude. Yeah. It, it, it's a revisit. Like, it's already on my, like, hey, you know what? Go back and play it again sort of thing. But um, great, great choice for single-player game of the year. I mean, like I said, it was there, but I was just like, man, I know what? I, I really liked Kana a lot. And a lot more than I expected. And uh-huh. I think yeah. that I think that took me by surprise. And then, you know, I have to weigh in like my overall like experience with the games. But I Horizon was there for a while. And I oh like, yeah, I, you I, had that in that spot. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. I could see why the glitchiness kicked it for you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I I get it. I saw your clips. I'm like, well, that's disappointing because this game's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 There were several of those I shared with you because I was like. I got to make sure he knows I'm I'm not just fooling here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I believed you, but some of those are like, what the hell? Right, right. Because you had yeah. like the cleanest gameplay like ever. And I had I like did, the, I did. the dirtiest gameplay ever. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. I mean, it was nice of the, the show the listeners like the potential of like, you know, what's, what was going on at the time. Of course, they were, yeah. they were patching it and trying to make it better as it went. But right. um, it didn't mean that you were guaranteed to have um, a crappy download. Yep, unfortunately, but that's all right. That's okay. Yeah. I still forgive. It's still a great game. It would have been. It would have been my second choice, uh, even with even with the problems. It even had, with but, the glitches, yeah, yeah, shows how good it is. Yeah, it absolutely does. All right. Well, that's our single players. We're gonna move to some best value. Um, Josh, I'll let you take the loud crowd. You can combine these guys because uh, we got some lovers of uh, a certain <laughs> game out here. Oh, uh, dude, uh, what what good choices too? Really, they really are. <laughs> yeah, so I'll start with uh with Mez because they're both going for this game, same game actually. Yep. Um, he says Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, mainly referring to the PS5 version, since I'm not sure if that bundle exists on PC yet. I don't think yet. I don't think yet. Uh, no. Yeah. <clears throat> 
I honestly can't think of anything else I bought and played this year that has given me more value than this pair of games. Miles Morales would be a great game on its own, but adding the original um, Marvel Spider-Man makes it such a good package. Uh, that's the, that's the, that's how I got both of those games, actually. Yeah, so way to go. <laughs> if I had played these uh, back in the years that they released, they would definitely have been my games of the year. So to get them in one purchase and experience them for the first time this year was uh, was just amazing. They might land somewhere in my top five games of all time just illustrate how much i got out of the single purchase yeah yes <laughs> they're that good yes they are that good i know i know i talked them up uh, or we both talked them up a ton um <laughs> but legit these games are simply incredible so so good and then uh gavin he says i'm going to second uh mez and say spider-man miles Morales ultimate edition as a new ps5 owner First game I uh, I got was Miles Morales. Congratulations, Sorry, congratulations on the PS5 yes. as well. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because those are not hard or easy to find. <laughs> no, still to this day, which is getting, ridiculous. Getting better, but ha- yes. happy to ha- happy to have another one in the group. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. I uh, said so I've been avoiding the game like the plague since it came out because I wanted to experience the game the best way I could. the The fact that the game included the PS Plus. Oh, the game, in fact, the base game is included in PS Plus. It's already a fantastic deal. But when I got it, the Ultimate Edition was only 20 bucks. Damn. That's insane. I wish <laughs> I would have seen that deal. An insane deal. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> so we get the remastered version as one of my favorite games of all time. On top of the amazing Miles Morales was a hard deal to beat, no matter how, how much you paid for any version of this game. I really think you get your money's worth. No, ma- oh, no matter how much you paid for this any version of this game, I really think you get your money's worth. Great game, great value. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. Um, man, these games were good. You could dick around and do nothing and still have fun. Or you could go through the gameplay and see Miles Morales as like um development as a young man. You can get yeah. Peter Parker snark the, the entire time. Uh I loved every second I was in these games. And it's like uh, you know, one of the things about them is uh, obviously we've played both of them. Uh, which, which is super cool. They, you know, we we have all four uh, of us, you know, have, <laughs> yes. have played them all and all feel the same way. So that just that goes to show anybody new listening, go pick this thing up. But yeah, yeah. The cool thing about them is, I mean, Marvel does movies fabulously, in, in my opinion. Oh, I, I I love their yeah, movies. I truly, mean, they, they're not all winner winners, but you know, they're they're all pretty watchable. And being able to see the video games from Marvel being done by other studios, you know, this being insomniac making these uh, just, it's just crazy. Like it's absolutely crazy to watch the stories they come up with and how much they feel perfect for the Marvel universe. And you you can play through the storyline of both games in probably about 25 hours, which yeah, yeah, that kind of that's kind of like watching a season of TV, you know, most shows, you know, anymore, uh-huh. probably running me about 20, 10 to 20 hours anyway. And I I think that the story alone, even subtracting everything else, uh-huh. the story alone in these games and how it's presented and how you play through it is some of the best like comic book type of character gameplay oh, you could ever see thousand percent agree it's yeah, insanely well agree. done insane and it still holds up i mean all of it's great and then they make you know the 2018 spider-man 
remastered in this edition that they're talking about and it looks insane oh my god i can't so good and all the dlc for the first i think between two of them i probably have 40 hours with with all the spider-man 2018 because it was a longer game and it's dlc making it longer still and then miles morales was much more bite-sized but still packed full of incredible story and content yeah absolutely and I mean, you know, I'm I'm not a hundred percent, so I'm looking it up here. We are talking about best value. So, um, why does Spider Man not come up on how long to beat? That makes zero sense. Oh, um, that's weird. That was they have been super popular games, right? Exactly. So let's see why it hates our. I don't know what it hates the algorithm or something right now, but um, I remember, I remember the DLC being like a like an eight hour deal that. There we go. Yeah, some something on the internet's not happy. Right yeah, now. between all the DLC. Yeah, I would believe that. Yeah. So yeah, Spider Man. By the way, if you try to sp- search Spider Man on uh, how to long how long to beat dot com, you can't type in Spider Man all one word. You have to hyphenate it just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> so just type in Spider and just cut out the rest of the word. But um, the main story for the, yeah, I, I'll almost ride on. I actually was right on the main story says seven and a half hours for miles Morales and 17 and a half for Spider-Man. And that's 25 hours. It so is. yeah. Right on the dot. So you can, you can just enjoy the story and have a blast, but uh, you can also go crazy and put 18 hours into uh, miles Morales and 42 and a half hours into Spider-Man. So that's going to give you like a 60 hours worth of play. That's amazing. Yeah, and, and it's really, all really, really great. Can't, that's what I was going to say, man. It really can <laughs> fill up the time and, and it just be amazing the whole time. Like, it is so fun. Uh, I don't remember if I completely platinumed um, Spider-Man 2018, but I came close. And I can't be too far away if I didn't. But Miles Morales got me stuck on the story, so I did uh, I did pretty much mainline that one, and it was fantastic. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh. Yeah, and I, I would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend playing the uh, first one and then Miles Morales, um, because Miles's story actually begins in the first one. Agreed. Uh, it's not really a spoiler. There's no any crazy nope. thing. He gets introduced there. Um, so you want to pick these up, get this Ultimate Edition, bundle them together, play the first one because I, uh, I mean, I still love the first one more. I think probably because I relate more to uh, late twenties Peter Parker more than I did seventeen-year-old sure. Myers sure. Morales for obvious reasons. I'm thirty, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Peter Parker's sense of humor is right at my alley. It's just a bunch of dry, really dumbass puns that made me giggle every time I punched somebody oh, in the yeah. face and he just said something dumb. Uh, but both incredible characters, um, with really great character development really great twists and everything that happens happens in both stories um there's a reason why i didn't put these games down until i beat both of them yeah 100 percent, man i love it as, as an excellent choice i was happy to see the loud crowd uh, on the same page there it was that was pretty sweet yeah what a pick hell yes all right best value uh josh and nick choice now what do you have on your best value there sir I think it's hard to argue, man. I, I lean on this uh, dollar per hour rule uh, okay, a lot sure. when I when it comes to my choices in games. You know, yeah, uh, I, I want to get a an hour for every dollar I pay for a game. Um, so it's hard to beat when I paid seventy dollars for Elden Ring and I put two hundred hours into it. 
So That's I'm true, like, right? <laughs> I'm like 30 cents an hour. Uh, yeah, for this right. Game. Nice. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, Elden Ring was just, just an incredible game, um, full of like crazy twists, uh, abnormally long side quests that I didn't think was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> um, right. A great variety of environments and creatures. Um, the environments themselves, nothing looking the same at any point. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the world's huge. Just like, just like Gavin said earlier, um, if you have trouble with one area, go to another. You, maybe you'll find a weapon you like more. Maybe you'll find, just level up more. You'll get more runes and then you'll level up and then you'll just be stronger overall, which is just good quality of life. Sure. You'll find more materials. You're missing that that one shard of whatever to upgrade your weapon. Now you found it. Now you've upgraded it once, twice, three times, maybe, and now you can come back and clean house. Um, maybe not. Maybe you won't clean house, but you'll die less. <laughs> if you, <laughs> right? If you'll die. Uh, you will probably likely die less. Um, or you'll just barely win. That's what matters, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, the amount of times my heart pounding out of my chest because I barely squeaked out. Um, you know, I have like a tick of a health bar, and I'm like, yeah. if I could just hit him first, and the amount of times <laughs> so I died trying to hit him first, and and just getting too greedy, yep. infuriating. But I kept, I kept playing. Like the game was so good. Like I'd be livid. I'd take a deep breath. Let's go back in. <laughs> try try to be less tilted. There were a few times where like, yeah, I've been eating shit for like two and a half hours straight. I'm going to maybe um, not anymore for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. That's so, awesome. I mean, just a great variety of like, again, like I already mentioned the environments and creatures. Weapons are all really unique. Um, even special versions of the same weapons were all felt really good too yeah so nice. if you find if you're having trouble with one play style uh there's no shortage of other ways to play that includes spell spell casters as well so i mean even within the same sort of um spell casting types faith or intelligence there's different spells that can fit your needs in in a variety of ways Hell so yeah. I, you can always change it up uh i, I Kind of a hint is that if you're having trouble as a spellcaster early on, don't worry, they snowball. They get better as the game goes on. Mm. Um, where I feel like when I did a melee build, I didn't beat the game as a melee build, build full disclosure there. Um, I did feel like it was much more linear because you could find the uh, components to upgrade your weapons and it, it just it felt like your progression was a little bit more predictable. Uh -huh. Whereas you have to find the spells, find the, find the people who will sell you spells um, to get maybe something that just clicks with you and then like kind of really transforms your gameplay. Uh, and stuff like that nice nice yeah uh i think uh i haven't played it so i can't say 100 percent. but just from everything i hear everybody say it seems like um a huge undertaking to be able to balance a game from this size in so many different ways yeah i mean if you think the if you look at the map and you think it's big it, it just gets it continues to get bigger right like it's just <laughs> the content seems endless there, I, there was a quest i did for my intelligence caster they didn't bother for my faith caster because it was for somebody who did like the arcane stuff and i, uh -huh. I didn't care about that kind of magic but, like i did not think that quest is going to stop i'm like surely it's done by now i was like four or five environments in and i'm like holy shit 
the final one now am i gonna complete this now <laughs> <laughs> which is it's it was kind of annoying at the time but at the same time like god damn this game is huge i had no idea this was here my first my first time I beat, after the first time i beat the game oh wow so just like endless and on my third playthrough or my third character i should say there were just still stuff i just didn't know was there and i stumbled mm. upon by accident I'm like how am i still finding new things right like just that's crazy there, there's i don't think there's a way to experience the game fully in one run unless you really take your time with this game i yeah. mean really take your time oh that's a good thing i mean like you i mean it's the best value award i mean that's that's what you do like you you shouldn't feel rushed you should be able to like just chill have a good time uh -huh. have some fun and uh and get what you paid for you know and more maybe yeah, for sure. Now, part of that long uh, playtime is getting my ass kicked by boss. Sure. <laughs> Not a significant <laughs> amount. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I, maybe I shouldn't try to total up those hours. <laughs> but it's got to be like 10%. Like, yeah. it's not like it's a half my time with just eating shit all the time. Right. Like, I, I was able to at some point recognize, like, I'm not having fun here. anymore. if I knew it was optional, like, I don't have to be here. You know, if I if I really wanted to know, um, despite my instinct telling me not to, I would look it up. Like, oh, is this is what's in here worth getting? Because this is just kind of pissing me off at this point. Right. Um, and then sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. So, like, and then obviously there's always that huge sense of accomplishment when you've been eating shit for two hours and you beat the boss. There's 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 a high unlike any other in gaming when that happens. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hell yes. Um, my winner, man. Um. I bounced around a little while for this one. Uh, I did the same kind of thing I did with all the other ones. Th these have not been easy for me this year. Last year was much easier for some reason. Um, but this year, I had a few here. I do have to talk about my runner-up before I jump into it really quick. And my runner-up, Marvel Snap is a hell of a value, man. It is free. You don't have <laughs> to dump a bunch of shit into it. It is just a fun game. Nice. I was surprised to hear you say that. It just yeah. up and play. It's so fun. I've gotten I've I've actually now hit the point where I'm addicted. So it's I do play it every day. <laughs> um it might just be a nice. little bit. I might only get four or five matches in, but I mean I'm only playing like maybe 20 minutes or something, you know, in between. Uh I, I it's cool because we actually have an um a subscription now to uh, I don't remember what app it is, but anyway, it's a TV app and it always plays ads, right? Because I'm not going to pay for the ad free stuff. Yeah, and it, they're like it's like 90 to 120 seconds for the ads. I can play like a match in that time frame. So I usually pull my phone out, play a match of of Marvel <laughs> Snap, and move on. And by the time you're done, the shows back on. That's right. It's perfect, and nice, it's really nice. fun. I, I'm I'm a uh, I'm at a level 90 now in the game. So uh, I just keep playing it. It's just a lot of fun and it's and it makes your brain work like it, it feels like one of them like, uh, well, you know, like a lot of people's grandparents out there, maybe they, they do word searches and, you know, they do the, the puzzle in the paper and that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, this, this is what this feels like to me. Like I'm playing the other opponent. What are they going to do? I got to look to see what each area i'm playing my cards in does for a level up and what cards do yeah, i want to use yeah i gotta i'm i'm playing that other person a lot like you play poker like you know what card are they gonna lay what card could they have in their hands you know versus all the cards uh -huh. i'm looking at marvel snap yeah. is fantastic 
Uh, and it's done nothing but grow on me. So I have to say that first. But my my winner for best value, Shadow of War. I got through it this really? year. Okay, okay. This, this game right now, guys, is $10 on Steam. And that is for the bundled oh, edition. Dude. And it yeah. gives you the game pass, like or their season pass is included in the $10 on that. Oh um, shit. It's it's still like only I think 14 and some change right now on sale on the PlayStation and Xbox stores both. And those are like the bundled editions that have more than the Steam version has. So this game is fully worth it. Um I am at I just hit the 30 hour mark on my playthrough. And I I I bought this full price way back when it released. It's just been one Same. of the games that I just kept not finishing like not knowing why either <laughs> yeah one of my rarities but yeah same here man. right same yeah, here. and it's definitely not a knock at the game the game is completely solid it runs great it looks great it's super fun to play um not a problem with the game it was just a problem with life you know activities and whatnot happening to you know pull me away but um yeah to, to yeah. play this game it's a 20 to a 50 hour run depending on what you decide to do you know low end being story high end being completionist but i like i said i'm at 30 hours i finished the main part of the game i can do the fourth act now and get even more time out of it which i am gonna do and it is just it's the nemesis system on its own is <sighs> worth the purchase it's just such a so fun thing to play with unique yeah. And and I know we sound like a broken record cuz Josh and I both love this system and I I've been talking about yeah, I know Shadow of War for a few episodes. <laughs> but it yeah. is so damn good it deserves your money. Uh, absolutely does. Even at full price which right now guys full price for this game is only 25 bucks is completely worth picking up for $25. Um, yeah. For sure. For sure. You're going to get a 30 hour playthrough. You're going to follow the dollar per hour that Josh and I both use when we're making our best value choices here for our awards and you're you're gonna get a dollar an hour you're it's gonna be less 100 for anybody i think playing it that really gets <laughs> you get into yeah. lord of the rings as well the lore is fun they do take some liberties but you know it's got all your characters in there that you would imagine it'd be in there it's a prequel to what's happening with you know the movies that you're reading in the books and everything but it takes place after yep. right now it takes place after what's happening in the tv show that's on amazon so uh that was a really good level of entry for me again because I, I was absolutely addicted to the new show on on amazon and i knew i wanted more lord of the rings and i knew i hadn't beat shadow war yet so i jumped in i i finished you know love the story i can see how everything plays together and connects and yeah God, yeah, the mechanics in this game are so much fun to play with. They will make they'll give you a workout too, though. I mean, like you're really using those thumbs, man. Those thumbs <laughs> get loud in this yeah, game. Yeah, when uh oh. yeah, when you in a crowd of like 30 orcs and you gotta try to counter everyone as they come at yeah. you. It's a bunch of fun. But yeah, you gotta be at it for a while. If, if you're gonna stay in it, you gotta be at it. Yep. And they'll even throw things at you when you find a, a new a relic or a rune or a another piece of uh armor that has a certain level of upgrade but you have to hit a certain piece that they want like for example yeah they want they you to do goals. like yeah hit, you need to do a 90 combo before you can upgrade this piece of armor you know they'll do that kind of stuff on you uh or you might <laughs> yeah. you might have to kill a certain chieftain which could take some time or you may have to you know annihilate so many enemies in a certain amount of time and 
that's an, an underlying, you know, piece of it as well on top of just the, the nemesis system and how it works. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what, uh, you know, Montreal does with, uh, cause this is, uh, the same, the same company making the new wonder woman game. Um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that as well. Um, yeah. If we're going to have a nemesis system in a wonder woman game, I'm not a huge wonder woman fan, but I would play this, uh, just <laughs> yeah. to play around with that yeah. system. That would be yeah, fun. Yeah, I could, yeah. And the brainwashing thing works because she has the, the whip of truth, the lasso of truth. Oh so, yeah. They could reskin that a little bit. Yeah. 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 So great game, tons of hours. You could pump into this thing. Like I said, with yeah. you can get DLC and, and what I'm talking about, the 20 to 50 hours is just the game. Uh, I have the DLC because it was a stupid good deal. I got all the DLC on top of my purchase for like $4 and 99 cents or something like all oh, of it. Jeez. I so, should do that because I only have the base game. Yeah. It's going to be totally yeah. worth it. I can't wait to continue playing through it and just having a blast with it. And I didn't realize until I obviously got far enough into the game and I'm, I had the controls pretty much down how quickly it was to pick right back up. Cause after dropping God of war, and going back into this so I could finish up on Shadow of War, I'm like, this could be kind of rough, but it was super quick and easy to pick up and just get right back into the control. Yeah. You know, I stepped away for a couple of weeks, went back in and, you know, a few minutes, honestly, I was right back at it. So that was that was also another big plus to a, a game with value, something you just kind of pick up and play. You don't feel like you have to be forced to relearn. And even if you did, I this game, everything's right there for you to do it. So you could just go into a mess of orcs and just relearn it as quickly as you want yeah or just stay from a distance and you know, uh -huh. learn your learn your bows and your your long attacks further and the game does a really great job as well bringing up stuff on the screen when it knows you can use it and you maybe haven't used it so it'll tell you what button combo does what you know just on the fly which it's the programming to this game's fantastic for a game that's eight years old now it's great so good yeah 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 because i believe uh released in 2017 which explains why yeah. i didn't beat it because i got yeah. started took over an entire <laughs> area for orcs and there was no leader that didn't escape my my blue hand of brainwashing yeah, uh, right. Damn right in 2017 i graduated college i got a new job bought a new car got married and so <laughs> a lot of things got lost in translation understandably yeah. so right uh, so yeah i i did revisit um shortly before god of war came out um, I'm going to come back. I need to beat this game because it is a lot of fun. Um, oh, yeah. Me leaving alone is not its fault. <laughs> that was life's <laughs> right. fault. Much like Nick was saying. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, gosh, for 10 bucks, what an incredible value. Even at $25, what an incredible value. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a $10 game and there are nine different fortresses. So, And the fortresses that you take over are inside each section of Middle Earth. So that's entirely yes. different terrain and enemies and, you know, your all of your chieftains are different and everything throughout those. So you just yeah, go, yeah. some of them are weather, you know, related. Some of them are rainy. Some of them are dark. Some of them are just foliage everywhere. Other ones are covered in snow. So, I mean, there's just all kinds of different things that are going on as well in there. So it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm looking forward to finishing through all my nine fortresses since, uh, <laughs> what's, what's happened at the end is now act four which now act four is you now have to topple all fortresses which is gonna Love be it. really fun yeah yeah hell two yeah. of nine down seven to go baby and i'm ready <laughs> hell yeah hell <laughs> and i'm yeah. 30 hours in guys so that means i probably got another 
eight or so more ahead of me and oh, at least dude. pump it at in least. a 40 hour game for 10 bucks uh pick it yeah. up uh steam deck verified as well so if you got steam decks out there like myself uh pick it up it's totally yeah. worth it fantastic yeah. game fantastic value all right well that is some words for this episode uh we will come back next week we're gonna have our best exclusive and our biggest disappointment what will they be Mm -hmm. you guys want to guess our winners hit us in the comments below send us a discord join the discord chat about it but yeah biggest disappointment i'm curious josh josh uh, says he's got a hot take (laughs) on that one yeah i i may or may not um, I'm not going to be mean about it, but it may hurt some feelings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's okay. It's 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 all the fun. It's all good fun. Uh, and then that best exclusive—that's that's another one, man. There was a bunch of good exclusives this year. Another tough one to choose. I, there is. I may even change my bracket some more between now and then. It's just so difficult. <laughs> so many good things we've played this year. Yes, it's been an amazing year for for 2022. Tons and tons of games. 2023 is going to be full of them again. So. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thanks again to everybody on the loud crowd chimed in, brought us your winners this year. It's a lot of fun. We continue to do that. And remember, best exclusive, biggest disappointment. If you're listening now, join our Discord. Hit us over on the question of the week. Let us know what your winners are for those categories. We'll post them up in there as well for reminders. But I think that's it for this episode, man. We're going to get out of here for another week. And we will be back. Don't forget to tune into our Twitch as well. We'll be Twitch streaming as times go by. So follow our Twitch over there. We're growing that a little bit at a time. We're trying to hit 50. We get to that little next tier. We'll have 50 followers. We're only we're yeah. only 10 away. We're only 10 away, guys. It's not many. Tell your Let's friends. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we like to talk games and play games all at the same time. So it's always fun over there. Hell yeah. And we keep it loud on the loud stream. So until <laughs> then, we will be back in a week. And we'll be talking Game Awards. I'm sure they'll sneak some of those in there as well in the next week. But until then, like we said, game on. Volume up. And stay loud. Email, follow, watch, and listen to all of our content by visiting loudthumbs.com. And join the loud crowd. To help us grow the show, you can leave an Apple podcast review or give us a Spotify star rating. It really helps us stand out. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Caleb Lynch, Brian Coger, Lisa Westerberg, Zach Mezra, Holden Moffitt, SirsFurniture.com.